Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Cool. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is Dimp Digital's flagship video game podcast where we take you through the ups and downs of the wonderful world of video games. We're here on your favourite podcast app and YouTube absolutely free. However, if you wish to support this grassroots independent endeavour, head over to patreon.com forward slash Dimp Digital and join the hashtag and in pocket this week it's the return by the disgraced and dishonest <laughs> Tim digital gaming quiz charlatan it is the sheet tom adkins not adcock but he has returned after a four-week hiatus oh. a summer break oh, i called it so i do for the yeah, f1 they ever stay four weeks off and then oh, they get those batteries recharged that's it I want to thank my resident referee Logan for stepping in. Yeah, no, he was he was great. Yeah, he was uh, it's been good. He was happy to come along. He did his research where he needed, and uh, he did he was, was happy a perfect to chat. replacement. Well, that's it. Now, as like I said last week, now people don't know who's going to rock up. No, it's nice. It's every week's. It's... You might be part time now. You might you might like exactly. the part time life and think, whoa, oh, retirement already. He's thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I'm glad the fans have been calling it. I remember, I remember um, Hogsworth, Sam, and he, he messaged you, didn't he? he went, well, are you going to have anyone else other than Edkins? Oh, yeah. And he got his wish, and now I see him every week going, fuck, when's that Edkins coming back? I long for the Edkins. <laughs> they don't know what they've oh. lost until it's gone no. off his people. But speaking no. of Hogsworth, he's, I think he's on holiday at the moment, but he's got that's that, i keep talking about this bloody steam deck oh, so i'm gonna get him on the talk about it same my fucking phone's full of videos of him with his emulators yes yes pucker. i really want to get into having a chat with him and mm. uh find out about that so i've said it enough times when he's back i will organize some time to talk through that but you're back um back. up back to anything interesting on your gaming travels or has it been a bit of a blower <laughs> absolutely not i've <laughs> Probably played the game you would least think I'd play in my time off. Um, and I started one. I can't remember if I, I can't remember the last pod I did, but I started um, uh, Mafia Definitive Edition. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it wasn't, you know, I enjoyed my time with it. 30 it FPS slot. But it's it. It wasn't like, oh, this is terrible, I'm going to stop it. But I did just stop mm. and then to Classic play. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I will go back and finish oh, it. Yeah. But one game that did take my toll was Power Wash Simulator. Mate, it's been a sensation. There are <laughs> loads of people playing this game. Mm. And what shocked me more was that you've, not that you've been playing it, because, you know, I was thinking, oh, that sounds like a bit of me. But yeah. I'm I'm surprised that you said you've played 35 hours or so. 35 hours And it's clock. still not done. Still going. So still this, not done. That's put me off a little bit because I, like, yeah. I like the finishing line on games. Yeah. I thought this would have been a nice 10-hour tops jobby. 
But yeah. for 35 hours, I'm assuming that he's still got his hooks into you. And, uh, it is. Or and you're just no... playing it out the, just to do it now. I'll just Albert do it now. Albert plays it if I can get it. It's a sonar because you, the way you play it is you have like an objective and then you have like a percentage of yeah. how clean it is. So now I play it and Albert, like it starts at zero and yeah. I get to about 10% and he goes, I'm having it at 15. I go, right, okay. <laughs> so I have to give him the controller at 15 because it is co-op, but you can't. I don't think it's couch co-op. I think it's online oh, only. Oh, so you can't split screen it. You can't split screen. No, there is a mod apparently, but I'm on that no. Xbox. But, so yeah, so he'll do it, and then he'll go, I'll say to him, right, give it back to me, I'll go 21, (laughs) or something like that, it's only close. But he obviously takes a lot longer than me to play it, because he's not got the precision skills I have. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so, yeah, typically it's taken me longer than normal, but yeah, it's it's just so boring and just mundane that it's <laughs> fucking brilliant it's it's great like it's just is what you think it is and yeah the levels get sort of a bit trickier to clean and you have to really go over some bits uh, there's no story whatsoever it's just you're playing through missions but i thought like yeah i was like oh this will be a 10 15 minute fucking 10 hour challenge and yeah. no 35 and i'm still going and i think it's just Going through every single level now. Yeah. Do you know how many are um, left or how many you've got? I've no idea. So, no, I, f- I think uh, just from what I've seen, I can't, I've, I, there's ones that I've, I'm on ones that I've not seen now. So I think I must be at the end because I've watched a lot of it. Um, and yeah, I think like there's loads of different modes. So you've got like free mode where you can just do whatever job you want. Yep. Careers where you get jobs and you have to you get money for doing it, and then you can buy more better power washers or better nozzles um and there's a challenge mode which i haven't played yet which is quite good where you actually have like a limit because on on the mode i'm on there's no um limit for your water right endless, yep. so you just there's no time limit oh, those pipe that bands where they are exactly yeah which we will be getting soon no <laughs> doubt so yeah so i've just been rotted on that but it's, i've got a feeling it's going to be another fucking horizon jobby Forza Horizon jobby where there's not going to be any end credits. Yeah, that will, <laughs> that will frustrate you. Nothing. Well, um, it has been so yeah. very popular. I've seen lots of like prominent streamers playing it and personalities and other, mm. on other podcasts. Like, it's um, certainly one of those games that, because it's on Game Pass, the barrier is so yeah. low, people have just got onto it and, and jumped exactly in. And right. uh, It's a shame about the local cult not being there, but you can play yeah, with up to yeah. six people online. I, mean, I don't know how... Much of a laugh that would be yeah, after a few hours, but quality, yeah, lovely old job. So no, nah, but so yeah, but honestly, that is pretty much all. I've been in one of those sort of post God of War ruts that we got mm. ourselves into. Yeah, um, I suppose I think Horizon probably was the last game I played. Yeah, Platinum that. It's nice so, to I mean, disconnect I've... though sometimes from. Yeah, that's what I feel like I've done. I've sort of, even though I've sort of had one eye on the gaming news, not that there's been a huge amount. To make you it know, up as we've watch. gone along these last few weeks. Yeah. Just... To be fair, I've been pretty much watching the Dimp Pod to find out <laughs> the news because I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that. There was a couple of items on there. Well, that's what's going on. Keep so, yeah, I've I've taken, like you say, as, 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 I remember you used to do it, didn't you? Just de- detach yourself from the from the net matrix and just it's reset, basically. It is nice to do. I've mm. unfortunately, I've been playing, I feel like I've been playing Zelda all year and I haven't. It's been like four weeks. Oh, I'm just, course, I'm yeah. getting nowhere fast, but I've been mm. spending a lot of time with, which is speaking offline about with the the uh, Dark Pictures anthology, yep. the quarry, 
that as dusk falls has is mm. dropped on Game Pass now. Oh, so that's yeah, that's all yeah, stuff yeah. that I've been focusing on than just playing like an hour of Zelda a week. But I'm getting nowhere yeah. fast on that game. I'm like, I wish I hadn't started this project. But <laughs> once I think I've cleared these sort of games that I've been wanting to play Stray as well as another one. That was like a right. well, they, yeah, yeah. that was about a week and a, not even quite a week's worth. But jumped into that, but. Nice, because of the lack of like yeah. massive big games that I've been super interested. Yeah, in. um, it gives you that opportunity. And um... yeah, I feel this is a bit of like the calm before the storm because I've I ended up I think I've pre-ordered about seven games. What have I done? Well, oh. one of those exactly. games I think we're going to speak about. But oh wow, I'd like to hear your pre-order list when we get to that. Actually, what what yeah. else what else is lurking on there? So get that. I think it's all on. Shop two, I think I ended up doing. I, I, I think they must have a bit of a. Do you remember when Curry's used to do like a price yes. check thing? Like if you could match, they'll match it or whatever. I assume that these must be doing because everywhere I look, I go, oh, it's a pound cheaper. I'll go for there, yeah. and then the next day it's the same price. I'm like, right, yeah, I've got it all done by shop two, no. and I'm scared to do simply these days. Well, they went missing for two, three months, so they're not, yeah. they don't want that happening, do you, with a key game? So, well, shop, shop to lovely jubbly, I say, those those boys and girls over there. And you say as well about the fucking post office. Well, yeah, they've been, they've been, I don't know if they actually have had a strike yet. If I did, I didn't notice. That's not me slagging them off, but mm. I didn't, I didn't notice that they had, or they managed to correct it. But that's, again, yeah, that is a, that is a potential issue. Five, five day one pre-orders. Lovely. And then there's a potential for two others, but okay. then they're not little, not day oneers, but we'll discuss. A little bit of information to be it'd be like a little quiz question for the audience later. <laughs> yeah. Which games did Adkins in fact say he'd pre order yeah. out of the five? And there were two that he hadn't. Um got a quick fantasy gaming league update whilst we're here. Mr. Logan chucking another game on the board for his Grand Prix team. Two point campus. So we're Two Point Hospital a few years ago, and this is the same team making that. It's on Game Pass as well. So if you're interested in the strategy or... It's not like a park builder, it's a fucking campus builder. But those type of games, this is there. Scored him a lovely old 84 at the moment. Oh, so it's going to be in that yeah mid 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 eighties range, which is which is good. Mm. He had a blank, so this we had to make this sub. He, he was one of the he was the only actual person that had eight out of the ten games, so he didn't get ten to start mm. with. So he had to make these substitutions or these transfers, and um, he scored himself a lovely eighty four. So mm. no complaints to him. He sits on a score of three hundred and thirty with an average of eighty five. Um, so his team is Pokemon Legends Arceus, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Gran Turismo 7, Two Point Campus. Pretty good haul of games, not many, four. No. So he needs to get to the 10, really, because that's the golden number. And Indeed. I don't think anyone's ever won with less than 10. I doubt that will happen this year, but stranger things have happened. But um, in terms of the games that he has been dropping out, he's you know he's got God of, he's got God of War Ragnarok there waiting. He's got Football Manager 2023 waiting. Splatoon 3 well. waiting. They're all going to be at least in the 80s. Yeah. Gotham Knights, which we're going to transition into in a moment. Ooh. Redfall, which is not coming out, so that needs to be transferred. <laughs> and then Scorn, which for me oh, is the wild one, card. That could be... Is that, that is still set for this year, is it? It or? is, but the, as we record, this is no official date. And again, that's that's scary to me. I had that, I had that last year that's at it, this yeah. point in the year. And I was like, right, I think it got to that last transfer window. I was like, oh, they ain't give a date yet. And yeah. then, I think it was only a couple of days before. And I was like, nah, I've got to get that out. Yeah, it's the right decision. 
that's the way to do it. That's mm. a little FGO update. Still rumbling on. Got another few weeks until the final transfer window of September will open, and that's going to ultimately decide who wins both the Grand Prix and the Championship Showdown, and we'll anyone, update you. Anyone have that live alive? Or live alive? Or no, I don't think alive. anyone got that. Oh, yeah. squander. There's been a lot squandered this year. There's been a few squanderers, and when people look back <laughs> at some of the garbage they've put on their team, then <laughs> they'll, they'll wish they hadn't, but heating up. That's it. Heating the business end indeed. is coming up. Just as the Premier League kicks off. Right. Oh. Number one for this week. We got some Gotham Knights gameplay. Some more Gotham Knights gameplay. More. So gameplay. Yeah. To be fair, we haven't... Did we have... We had something in May. They came out with a, got a gameplay, it, didn't they? When they, they revealed came. it... Well, I feel like when they revealed it... And this was two years ago, I think. It was 2020. They had like... When the, they went up that clock tower, the ice. That's it. They? Now, the game yeah. doesn't look anything like that anymore. If you compare no. the two, it does not look like that, and I'm, that's that may be a, a good an issue thing. for them. But it looks like Gotham Knights is part of the IGN first series. Um, we, I only tune into these when they're previewing games because sometimes they do games that have already come out and they do like interviews and whatnot. But All over right. the month of August, we can expect more coverage to be rolling out for Gotham Knights. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see that what we get in the in the coming weeks via IGN, but they, they kicked us off for August with a 16-minute gameplay showcase of sorts. It was literally called the first 16 minutes of gameplay for, for Gotham Knights. Oh, breaking those opening spoilers. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> they did say they've cut out the prologue. Right. Which, because right. in this, the way they're setting this up is that Batman's dead in this one. And it's not related oh, to Arkham, the Arkham series. Nothing. nothing. Even though you could you could draw that line if you could if they wanted it. to, they could have it could have tied them together. They haven't. So they're saying they're saying Batman's dead, and I'm wondering if in the prologue that's what transpires. And they want to keep that behind right. closed doors. So this was like the first kind of mission. We've got to see Batgirl in action this time. Mm, um, they seem to be going working their way through, don't they? Yeah, we'll get a taster. That's it. So as as I mentioned earlier, you, this, as I understand it, was on a pre-order list for you. Um, after seeing this later offering, is it is it still on that pre-order docket, or is it is it in danger? I am afraid to announce it's still on there. Oh. <laughs> you just not got yeah. round to cancelling it. It's not yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I've watched this and I went right. That is disgusting. <laughs> but no, no, I am still. I don't know. I just love this franchise. Right. Yeah. Uh, this game, but yeah, it's still on there. I've got in a free, two free free custom bat cycle skin. What is that? Come Gear in it. Yeah. Oh, you better break that down for components, probably. You don't want all that stuff. Yeah, that's very true. So whilst we're looking at your pre-orders, so we've got so Gotham Knights is still on there confirmed, and we'll get your thoughts on this. But what else have you got on that that list? So we start off with, I suppose this is the closest, The Last of Us Part One. Oh, of course. Yeah. Was you tempted by the Firefly edition? If it was in stock, would you have gone for the hundred pound steelbook? type job but you're not really interested in that because you are a physical collector no, but you've never in my experience what? you've never I hunted after know. these there steelies well it sold out of in like two minutes uh, it I may well have even know. only been the US markets as well but it's called the Firefly edition oh yeah black and white I didn't That's see it. that what does it come with because I, I bought the I think I got the same edition you did with 
uh, part two where it came yeah. with like the little art book. And that's it. Pretty much it. But this one's no, that's two, isn't it? Oh, do you know? I didn't even know this existed. Well, I you saved yourself thirty quid at least, probably oh, yeah, more actually. Yeah. I imagine you got it for cheaper. So we've got the Last of Us Part One. Last of Us Part One, obviously, Mister Kratos and the gang. Yep. Um, closing out that Norse mythology. Closing out. Callisto Protocol. Yeah. Because Schofield. Forty-five pounds. Mm. That's a very good. This price. is the advantage of the physical side of things. I mean, how much was the Last of Us? Sixty something, I would assume. Uh, sixty pound eighty-five. Yeah, bit less of a sting in the tail, isn't it? Got Gotham Knights at forty-nine pound eighty-five. Fifty UK pounds. Kratos at astounding fifty-nine pound eighty-five. What PS5 version? <laughs> PS5 edition. As oh, well. fifty-nine. You said. Yeah, so it's 49. I was like, he's got oh, 20 quid off. <laughs> oh, that would be a great. Now, 59.85, so 60. Um, comes with a Kratos Risen Snow Armor. Yeah, I remember getting well, I some thought... armor on mine, and he had like a, I think it was a Guardian shield. It had no stat boosts on it. it was oh, just, that's um, true. I think it said, and I, could, I might be getting this mixed up, but one of the shields in the first one was made by his wife, and it said it in the notes. And I, oh. I couldn't remember if that was the special added one or whether that's the one you get in the game it's probably right. someone will never correct us because they won't care but. yeah and then yeah the callisto protocol for 45 85 which is a good price and the last pre-order which would be day one for me is bayonetta free ah. coming in at a 39 pound 85 budget price for budget hardware people are saying budget so we have the Games that's on the sniffer meter yep. that have not made cut day one is Saints Row, yep. which is very soon, isn't it? That's coming it? very soon. I think it's the end of August. Very soon. So I've got one eye on there, but from what I've seen, it didn't deserve the full day one. And also, which we'll get into a little bit later, I assume, mm. a little game called Pokemon. Yes. Interesting. So, well, there you go. There's, there's Adkin's pre-order list. And, yeah. um, that could be a question in the quiz of the year, so keep that. <laughs> but that is the tiebreaker, so yeah. you won't have an advantage there at all. You'll probably forget anyway. Yeah, we'll be with <laughs> So uh, cycling back to Gotham Knights then, 16 yeah. minutes, back girl in action. Thank it stays you. on the pre-order list. What's your thoughts? What are you, what are you feeling here? I mean, I like what I saw. They showed off their, what's it called, um, detective mode a bit more. It's pretty much similar sort of things to what we had. Um, you got seems to be new sort of interaction with stuff. You've got key codes and stuff, but for the most part, it's um, yeah, yeah, it's more of what I liked out of those games. The sort of sneaking about the the um, yeah detective part of the game, and then it goes into being a thing. You know the the uh, what did they used to call it? The free throw free flow combat. Mm. Um, Did this look yeah. free flow to you? Well, not. I mean, it's got that. What's it called? That the same sort of melee buttons. Yeah. But to be fair to you, there's no combos coming up. Yeah. So possibly, I mean, yeah, they might have got rid maybe of maybe have to sort unlock mul- them. It's the first mission. You never know. Maybe no, because it's it seems to be. 
very more RPG, well, kind of RPG, but you've got levels in this, it seems, yeah, which you've never gear, had in this. Gear scores, and I'm assuming the same gear for score. weapons, potentially. Like, I'm yes. assuming you can mod and hot. It's got all that, that's kind of underneath, under the hood workings, not just. Are you are you good enough to beat this enemy? It's like yeah. now you've got to make sure you're equipped correctly, potentially. Mm. Yeah. So obviously, I've got my concerns because it's not the full team again. Although, is was it this the one that had done Origins? Is it? Yeah. WB. Yeah, Mon- WB. So yeah, it's it's more of the same. It's looking, um, but it's for me, it is the sort of the setting and law. Mm. I'm a I'm a big fan of the game. Yeah, it looks like it's obviously a different direction with this sort of Destiny esque <laughs> ambush. They've ruined it. gaming forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm intrigued. Sake. I want to know how seamless this cooperative works. Yes, well, I was going to ask you about the multiplayer in general. Let's say mm. it's it's seamless and how you like it. Do do you actually want someone else? Save me, for example, mucking around in your game, talking over, you know, voiceover, talking over radio messages, flapping around, trouble. and just being in the way, and then and then saying, "Well, Akins, you can't play it unless I'm not like trying to coordinate the game when you just probably want to get on with it." Like, yeah. Well, I like that it's sort of it gives you the options for both. You can solo this and yeah. do it. It could be quite a cool. Like, I did think when playing like an arc, especially like an Arkham City. Yeah, it would be quite cool to roar around as a co-op, as a co-op. But yeah, I do know what you mean. Certainly with um, uh, Dying Light, we had that, didn't we? We were sort mm. of just talking, talking over fucking them radio conversations. They didn't stop like, chatting right. though. Exactly. Why are you nicking, mate? I'm trying to get rid of this and fucking vermin. Also, the concern was was it this game? You said it had a bit of a. Um, progression thing where the only the host would progress and you'd have to go back and play oh, or is that something actually else? that's Redfall Redfall has that Redfall. for sure I actually don't know that's if they've confirmed how it'll work because um, that could be a disaster that could be well it'd be a disaster for the person jumping in the host to be fine yeah. if you, you agree to host it all the time yeah, but Logan great, and yeah. I are playing the Division 2 sort of once a week we do a session mm. and that's perfectly in sync it just syncs he jumped into my game whatever we do together he ta- if he wants to not that we ever play without one another because we're sort of we're like, we're tight now. You see, after these podcasts, yeah. says we're like real blood, blood brothers now. Division, <laughs> Division Bros, as I call us. Got, <laughs> Division Bros. Got our own clan. Where there's only two of us in it because no one else. Everyone's <laughs> played into it. the dim. Like, no, we can't even get into our own uh, dim clan because whoever owns it, it's Hall or Parky hasn't got the game. Hall, I think, set it up. Fucking can't get in it. Right, to make your own one up. <laughs> But that that the the progress on that for both players is is great. It just it just seamlessly mm. transfers when you go back to your game. Um, but I don't know what I, yeah. I, I would assume that would be similar here. But you just don't know. I mean, I was, I was shocked yeah. to see that Redfall didn't have that, and I was like, oh, we're still doing that. Yeah. Same with Dying Light Two. That's also doesn't have the same level of cross progression oh. as the first one did because of all these bloody choices they've put in it. They've, yeah, we, we spoke about this before the game came out, thinking, well, how are they going to do that? Well, guess what? They don't. Right, <laughs> so yeah. It's... That is a stinker, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, you know me. I'm very much a single-player guy. I like that it's got the option that we could go for it as a co-op if yeah. anyone else was going to buy it. But I think I'm going to be hard to find someone that's going to buy this with me because everyone <laughs> They should do a friend pass where, where if you've yeah, got it, you can... I never will, but... 
This is the risk with this game, is I can see this as a Game Pass slash PlayStation Extra. I think it needs it, you know. Job it. I think it's, it could use it. It feels like it's got a very lukewarm reception in both mm. of its showings. And yeah. Look, I love how open they've been showing off the game. Uh, yeah. I, I applaud and commend this, this approach. But I do mm. think it's harmed it more than perhaps being a bit more secretive. Is. And yeah. also, I feel like people are really looking closely for issues for this. They're really right, giving yeah, it a yeah, hard yeah. time, ragging on it. I mean, it's not grabbing mm. me by the bollards, I'll be honest. But no, I feel no. like it's being overly crapped on. For, right, for whatever yeah, reason, yeah. like people really. are just really not not happy with with this game even existing. It's, it's like they've almost made mm. their mind up already that you know two years ago when we saw this, this was never going to be in my wheelhouse. So mm. let's look for every every small minor detail. It's like, oh look at that scruffy bit of crap there, yeah. and that's unfortunately you open yourselves up to that when you when you up this open and when you, you know we crapped yeah. all over the guardians of the galaxy game because they yeah, sh- that that showed in rough true. state it ended up being great so yeah so there's a bit of hype hope but no i do agree what, what you say like it it doesn't seem like normally when it's it's almost essentially like a reboot because mm. we haven't had one since arkham knight yeah and from what i've seen it hasn't been sort of george Ray. it does just look like the next evolution of the series you know slightly better graphics you'd think they'd be going to that Upper sort of, you know, jaw dropping thing that you go, fuck, wow, that's really what I've wanted for an Arkham game. Yeah. It does just sort of look like, all oh, right, yeah, it's just another Arkham game. That's pretty cool. Which for me, you know, is great because I love those games and yeah. certainly uh, the story does tickle the bollards. But yeah, as an average consumer, I can see why it's not. It's interesting it's not when you warranted. say that, actually, the way you position that was that. It's not really grabbing bollards because it's more of the mm. same. And I think actually, I've, I just feel like I've had my feel of right, yeah, the of, Arkham yeah. trilogy. I didn't play Origins; I played those three. They were so I played Origins and Blackgate, which was a PS Vita game, I, I think, help. or something. Was it a Vita game? You, you should have had your feel long ago. Then I really should have had my feel, and I've gone back to the remasters. Yeah. So the... I, just, I just feel like I've just I'm like, I feel like I've played. This game or a variation of it yeah. too many times. Certainly, and also, yeah. it's for me, we're living in a post-Spider-Man world as well. You know That, that is true. That... Superman games have been done better, and now the bar has been raised. It's, Spider-Man's so good. So, yeah. so fucking good. Just as a yeah. game, and also because it's a superhero property. And I just kind of look at what's on offer, and I'm a bit like, eh... Yeah. Do I want to go through another open world? It's probably not going to be short. If we've got, no, if we've got gear true. grinding that might be factored in, I'm a bit like... This is going to be DC's Avengers. Well, <laughs> um, let's hope not. I mean, it's, it's, they're, in, they're in a tricky spot, really, because they're picking up the pieces of, you know, the Batman-esque Gotham-type games, because... Rocksteady have gone off to do Suicide Squad, which I know is DC, same universe. Mm. So it's a very different... Who's doing that Wonder Woman game? You know what? I can't remember now. I'll try try and look it up. That was just a screen, wasn't it? Yeah, that was just one of those bloody E3 announcements. You're like, oh, here we go. But yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I I can definitely see that why people aren't getting it. But that, like you said, I mean, Guardians Revelation sort of 
gives me a slight little bit of hope that someday... Never you know, never write it, a game off no, based that's on what it. you've seen. Sometimes you need to get the game in your hands. It's you know Logan and I were talking about the Last of Us remake job in... Part of the thing that people saying well, it don't look any better. And it's like, yeah, it's it, it, it does. But also, yeah. part of that may well be once you get it in your hands and feel it, you'll think, mm. "Cool, much smoother." But yeah, it, yeah. But it's difficult to convey in videos, which is why they've been there getting time about it. Notice that um, cool. Everything I've seen of Callisto Protocol look, it looks fantastic, but technically it looks fucking dreadful. Yeah. And I've noticed that. IGN have started doing performance. performance. Yeah, yeah, performance reviews on te- like demos. And yeah, like I've actually, I actually basically. haven't sat down and watched one yet. I've got one in my watch later. Oh, but... oh nice. Mm. I think it's that testing that does it. I believe. But yeah, it's interesting to see. So I've got to say, performance-wise, this game is looking sharper, mm. but better than what yeah. it was in May. Certainly, it's definitely. Uh, been yeah, I remember there was especially that first trailer. I think we saw as well, and it was like. Yeah, or there's a, no, the one I think you said yeah in May where there was like a fight. He was fighting some like big alf bloke, and the, the stuttering that was in it, it was like yeah. going down to about twenty frames. I was like, cool, let me do sort this out. What's this? So, the switch. What's going on? Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what we. It's November. Is twenty twenty fifth of October, twenty twenty. Oh, so here's the three, here's the big question to round it out. Gotham Knights twenty fifth of October, twenty twenty two. Delay or no delay? Ooh, we're locking I it in, or are we saying they like they get they get the lukewarm in. reception again and go? Oh, can we polish it again? Feeling is when's I got feeling this is out the same day as Bayonetta. Oh dear! I def- there's definitely two games I've pre-ordered that are out on the same day. Oh dear! I've got feeling. I don't know if it is this. It might be St. Kills. Is it Callisto Pro? Twenty eighth of. October is Bayonetta 3, so it's a three days after. Oh, I've got three days to get this done. <laughs> scary. Oh, that is scary. Maybe there will be but a yeah. cancellation of pre-orders. Yeah, it's a potential. Yeah, that is. it could be a tough month, that. So you don't think it's a bit delayed, though? You think that'll stay, it'll stick? No, I feel, I feel like they're, they're showing enough at like this that yeah. they're confident of it getting gold and, and seeing it. I think... Maybe that's Obviously how the they loop. round out the IGM first coverage. Like at the end of August, they say, right, it's gone gold also now. And right, yeah, we're locking yeah. It in. Potential. Cyberpunk and go, you've gone gold, and we're deleting it as well. <laughs> there is potential for that. Mm. I mean, Last of Us has already done, isn't it? That's, that's gone gold. Yeah. It's locked in. But yeah, maybe this could. I mean, didn't this, this did get a delay already didn't it i think it has been pushed back Maybe at least it has once, been pushed back but... once yeah but yeah it depends about this reception yeah i know what you mean the lukewarm so i suppose they're gonna have to just base it on that well they but... might just look and say well i don't know what these people want because <laughs> yeah. we can't fundamentally change whatever problem they've got with it so yeah we're gonna have to just we're gonna have to just, just dump it out that. there we've just signed this agreement with igen to basically try and promote the game a month yeah. before so Let's, let's get it out. Uh, Monolith Productions are behind this Wonder Woman game, if reports huh? are to be believed. Oh, so, oh. Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor. I was just thinking, fat, lazy creeds have got yeah, the fucking well, hands on it. Concerning, in my view. But, <laughs> Gotham Knights in the books. We'll see what else book, IGN yeah. produce. Anything interesting we will report back on. We, if you was to buy it day one, who would you start as out of your options? Oh. It's either Nightwing or Deadeye. 
Yeah. Dead Eye? I don't want to bollocks his uh, name. Red up. Hood. Red Hood. Pretty Who's Dead Eye? Same thing. He's the baddie. That's Will isn't he? Smith one, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, he was the baddie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, Red Hood. Yeah. Headshot. Just because range scum. That's yeah. Sort of like the idea yeah, of that's, just picking yeah. him off and not getting involved. Right. But if it does flow like the Arkham games, then you're kind of missing that by using the range stuff. So, Very true. So I think yeah. I'd do, I probably, I mean, everyone wants to be Nightwing. So that would be, yes, that'd be the yeah, safe choice, I think. Um, yeah, Robin, yeah. not so much, and Batgirl. Well, we'll see. Got, if you cancel him films about her, then can you be trusted <laughs> yeah. in a video game? That's my question. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is interesting at the back of this this uh, this hype. Everything seems that. I heard you and Logan talking about it, you know. These games we had, um, Last of Us series, not mm. missing the, uh, the new release date, the Avatar. Yeah. Getting delayed, so it's not near the film. Gollum, we missing got... the new TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this now this, we've got Batgirl, well, chucked in the bin. They, could, they probably yeah, chucked in the bin. They could have released a trailer and got people hyped for when this was announced. <laughs> Tried to, like, no. Synergy has been well and <laughs> exactly. truly evaporated. We also had, for our number two item, Pokemon Presents, which was a 20-minute showcase video covering all things Pokemon. Now, we're not going to go through all the updates because there was all sorts on there, like doing the Pokemon tournament in London this month, Pokemon Unite had some updates, etc., etc. This isn't a Pokemon podcast, but <laughs> I thought it'd be wise to jump forward to sort of the main meet, the, the star of the show, if you will, for this showcase. And it is, of course, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Got another eight, nine minutes or so of not free-flowing gameplay, but trailer and explanation. We've got the region, which is called Paldea. Uh, Paldea. We, we saw the two legendary Pokemon that are going to be available for each respective version. So, what is it? Coriden for Scarlet? Right, yeah. Mor- and Moriden for Violet? I've butchered them. They're st- I mean... Stupid names. Uh, yeah, where... When did, when did that first series come out? 99, was it? Oh. 98? Was it even earlier than that? 96, I think. Yeah, I think so. God, blimey. So now we've got generation. And what are we up to? Eight or nine well, generations, is it? Don't ask me. I've got no I was going to say, yeah. And you're getting, what, 150 to 200 Pokemon every year? I think there's like 900 month. odd now. Oh. So you're getting to name. I mean... They're just they're making up. A... They're making up bollocks now, aren't they? Just... Is it what's the fifth thing? Is like there's one after a pair of keys and yeah. a couple. <laughs> there's a cup and one after and one that looks like a pair of keys. Like, yeah, it's very true. So they they really have just gone right. Oh, t- oh. Yeah, we just s- fucking like stink up on the spot with yeah. you, mate. We saw those two legendary Pokemon. They you know they they're there for people to look at. There's three. Well, they kind of said there's going to be three main story paths for players to follow. Mm. One's going to be the traditional Pokemon gym and the gym leaders path. So people that are familiar with that, they made it. And this, I think, this is something you've mentioned when you played Sword and or Shield that you can do these in any order. So right, yep. you're not tied into doing you know one after the other basically yeah, yeah, yeah. they were a little bit coy on what the other two paths would be for players Great but they game. mentioned that they might involve some sort of treasure hunt and i was like Ooh. okay that sounds weird but let's go and then they made up another word introduced a, br- <laughs> a brand new word that i'd never heard of there's going to be terrestrial pokemon i think i've butchered Ooh. that again and these are basically basically you chuck a crystal on them 
is from what I what I gathered from it. And down the Final Fantasy route. Yeah, and it, it enhances <laughs> the Pokemon. It can change their appearance slightly as well. Um, but also it can change the Pokemon type. So Ooh. you might have a normal, I don't know, Eevee there. You do, yeah. you do whatever you do to activate this terrestrial garbage. They crystallize and look stupid. Mm. But that then might morph into a water-type Pokemon. Right. So mid-battle could, mm. could throw up some interesting really strategies, do, yeah. couldn't it? Because I'm assuming if once you... you change the type, their strengths and weaknesses will change along with that. Same. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that could take her. Do you remember in Monster Hunter World mm. when you got those Apex versions of it and sometimes they would be different? You'd be like, yes. you'd go to fight a bloody... I can't remember any of their names now. <laughs> anyway, one that you thought was right, this is a fire dragon or whatever. So, right, I need to get me bloody Made water. For fucking ice, yeah. Exactly. And then, yeah, they get this Apex version that would sometimes change did up. Did that in Horizon room. as well, Forbidden West. You had different oh, did, different variations yeah. and the Apex version. So That's very But true, you're going to be able yeah. to, it looks like you're going to have to activate this or your opponent can activate oh, this or maybe a wild Pokemon can activate this. Just, yeah, mid-battle mid you can chuckle this that on. That does add a good one. I wonder how them Bebbins are going to get on with that. That might know. be a struggle. Oh, oh I struggle with the basics, so it's going to, it, yeah. it would catch me out sure mm. they, they'd already confirmed this but they showed off a little bit of the four player multiplayer co-op type things so you can roar around the yeah. world together which could be fun Pokemon with wheels yeah they, <laughs> well they did they, they look bikes they had bikes both, both they, of them, they look like little bikes they, they also showcased like a raid that you could do um, as, oh. as a team so you can have four people jump in take on this super powerful Pokemon together and there was, yeah, some, there was yeah, a bit scattered in there but Terrestrialize. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't. I know see what it's. We've even got words. Pokeballs are. and things. Yeah, they do seem to make these words up. Um, they had that in. Do you remember in Sword? Didn't they? That you Gigantamax. Me about this? Yeah, yes. it's like fucking ridiculous. Um, so yeah, it seems like they're cool. That is literally something out of Disney. Um, <laughs> just got it playing on again here, just for refreshing purposes. But yes, yeah, it looks like they're taking on this uh, raid. It's so weird because like. I, my brain has just been accustomed to the Destiny version of raiding now, oh, yeah. or, or the sort of RPG where you're running around going through dungeons essentially. Whereas this is just essentially just one big fight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's nice that they're giving a lot of different options, like the free, free pass you can go down. You got raids, co-op. Um, is this this was the one that is again? It's not going to be an open world, more of a monster hunter. Well, um, I don't know. I don't know. I think actually it might be an open world, but I I, I don't know. I, I honestly can't tell you because it looked like they they were going to do like the Arceus type thing, but right, they yeah. have also said I'm sure in the f- I'm sure they said it's seamless, so that is mm. somewhat different. Um, mm. But I think it's still retaining what Arceus did in terms of the Pokemon are out, roaring yep. around. You can you can interact with them in real time, which is which was the key for Arceus for me. Mm. But based on what you've seen and heard, what's your mm. thoughts here? Because you're coming off the back of Sword. I think it was Sword you got rather than Shield. I, yeah. I always go for the first. Have you done Arceus <laughs> or is that on that I shameless? Haven't, no, that but, is on that shameless. That is... I can't... I think I'm... Over halfway there, I think. How many you had to get to the stars, didn't you? I think yeah. I was. I can't remember what it was. Was it eight? I'm a. I'm about four or five. I think. Yeah. I think, however many it was. So I'm on the back towards the back end of that. I will. To be honest, I was 
I went away last weekend, and every time I go away, I'm like, well, I'm sleeping in a hotel. Yeah. The kid, they're going to be asleep earlier than I do, so I'm going to be sat there for hours. I was like, should I just take that switch? It actually might boost me to play it. Yeah. Picked it up, and I was like, oh, I can't be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Pull it down and left it. Want, that would have been a good chance to jump back in. Don't want that cake. No, exactly. So you, in Sorry. theory, if you were to get your ass in gear, you could be playing free Pokemon games of Inside a Year. Oh, yeah, I could be. Good How's grief. that sit with you? Well, that's <laughs> too much Pokemon for a 35-year-old man, if I'm honest. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got to say, yeah, I like it. I think it looks quite good. The trouble is, I mean, Arceus, or Arceus, whatever it was, was the dream boat in terms of setup, yeah. and then obviously we had that debacle of fucking presentation. Um, I'm interested at in what this looks like. However, like you say, I am a bit down downtrodden. Uh, too much Pokemon thing, so it's not. Like I say it's not in my pre-order list, but it has got one eye on it. What mm. say you, having completed Arceus and washed hands with essentially? Yeah, I even done a bit of the end game on that. There was like a. Oh, harder like yeah. end game bit that I jumped in and did. There's still more to do. I'm always like, oh yeah, of course I'll go back to that. Have I fuck? Mm. It's that, <laughs> that ship may well have sailed. Look, yeah. I mean, the game. The, the the problem I had with Arcus mainly was just its performance and its presentation. Oh. This this Scarlet and or Purple uh, Violet. Sorry, it's purple, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Is it? Thing, isn't it? Is it the same thing Violet. though? We get told, yeah. Or we're going to get told oh, off I mean, these, these artist bastards will come in and they'll go, <laughs> right, it's a different shade. Right. If you get the light, they go, fuck off. We're no, saying in mate. Essex it's the same colour, that's it. Purploid or nothing. Purple or nothing. <laughs> but look, this this still looks like arse, really. And yeah. I, don't want to get, I don't want comments flying in from Discord or on Twitter or <laughs> on WhatsApp saying, well, it's a, it's a Switch handheld, mate. What do you expect? Salmon's already... He's few. already typing it, I know. <laughs> Salmon, can you just go and look at what Xenoblade Chronicles 3 looks like? Yeah. That's on a Switch. That's what a Switch can do. So don't tell me that they can't do something to that level or better. Here's a, here's a well, it's not a fact, but this is what's written down on the internet, okay? Pokemon, it's an estimation, is estimated to be the highest grossing media franchise of Lime. all time. Not wow. game, media franchise. Mm. So think of Star Wars, how long that's been knocking around for. It's oh. above that, according to people who are clever with numbers and estimates. So don't tell me that they can't do better than this because they yeah. are swimming in cash. And Xenoblade Chronicles 3 doesn't look like anything like a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or a Master Race game, but it looks good for what it is. Pokemon yeah. Arceus didn't look any good, didn't run well, and was just disgraceful on that front. But that's, not the, that's beside the point. The, the main, main issue I've got, and it's a first world problem, is I'm just not interested. Yeah, <laughs> I've yeah. <laughs> I've just played Legends Arceus. I feel like I've just yeah. finished playing that, and I just yeah. don't have a hankering to to go back to to Pokemon at all. Is, is it, was it last year they had Arceus and had that remake know, had of Shining, yeah. whatever it was, Pearl and Pearl Diamond. And Diamond. That, that was yeah, that was like November. Over that one, didn't we? Yeah. That'll be more comments flying in because we've oh. stumbled in <laughs> through that. But yeah, that, that, again, it's just it's a, it's a lot mm. of Pokemon. I don't need to be playing Pokemon every eight nine months. I just simply no. don't need it. I can't fathom how they've 
done two games in this short period of time. It's impressive. No. But then when you look at what's being shipped out from a presentational purpose, it's like, well, maybe that's why it's coming out so quick. And to be honest, I'll be I'll be frank as well. I actually really liked Arceus as a, yeah. like an origins tale. It was set yeah. way before all this bollocks that's going on now. It was like humans had only just started interacting with Pokemon. I found that at least somewhat interesting. I mean, I look at yeah. what the what people are doing on this one. They look like just a bunch of geeks running around, just <laughs> high-fiving and doing fucking <laughs> dancing and stuff. I was like, I don't care about all this. I, I liked that that zone. So if they do an, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, a Pokemon Legends whatever, and it's, oh, and, it's, yeah. and it's sort of a continuation of that time zone, I'm more likely to go to that. And going back to what I said, I don't need to be playing these every six months or eight months no. or nine months. Every few years I can wait for. Yeah. So that's where yeah. I am at with it. And yeah, no, you know, that's fair enough. Isn't Nintendo it? and Pokemon fanboys have already sent me uh, all the abuse again. Thieving. Oh, that's the way it is. I'm afraid. All agreeing with you. Oh. Well, still buys it every year, doesn't he? No, he, like, he, he buys might. it and doesn't play it. He's one of the he's gives still, it to his brother. That's why the fucking oh, yeah. highest grossing media franchise got people buying <laughs> it and not bloody playing it. Say, but okay, the, card, the cards are making a comeback. There's TV shows, films. I know, I know. It's, it's very I'm impressive. Wonder. And Nintendo are on course to have a really good year for the amount of yeah. games that they've shipped out. Let's make no bones about it. But in this mm. instance, I'm just I can't think of anything in the world that's going to make me want to slap down whatever it will cost to play Scarlet or Violet or, it, or mm. both of them and get a super pack. It's just not on my radar at all. And you've got it on your sniffometer for potential pre-order. November the 18th, so it'll be a close-run um, release date with the likes of God of War coming out, dropping in, mm. in that November, like the week before. Would you would you reckon if you had to do a percentage on jumping in day one? Because is this Albert's territory at all, or is he not... Well, I don't think he is because I tried him on that. Uh, he had a little phase of going through Pokemon. I think I started uh, the Netflix series that started him on that, and then he got hyped into that. And he bought, he got a Teddy. I think he won a Pikachu Teddy somewhere, right. one of these arcades or something. So he got sniffed into that. So I started him on that Let's Go thing. Yes, uh, game which he did enjoy. Um, the flicker until he started getting to the like bits where you got to change. He couldn't get his head around the. You know, the element changes. Like, yeah. right, get back to school, you little brat. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I, but I, fi- I, did, I think I played, he liked Arceus, like, running around and catching and that. But, yeah, I don't, I don't, he seemed to have gone, he's gone off games already. He's got a fucking short retention span. The main poor past. expected. Get him on Fortnite. Just chuck him Fortnite, love that. He's, he's been on the old Minecraft recently. Yeah. Like that now. But, um, yeah, um, no, it's, unfortunately, he's, I, I think this won't be in his realms. Um, Kirby, on the other hand, yeah. has been his thing, so maybe I'll get that. But no, as a percentage, it's quite low. It's, I'd say it's around the 45% mark at the under minute on, of a yeah. day one. Yeah, it's under. Tricky. I think, I don't, I think Arceus was the first one I bought day one for a long right. time. Uh, or did I? No, I think either maybe Let's Go and my bought after yeah i think it was after certainly sword definitely was yeah because i got that uh i think i got that on the curries were doing like a deal for 30 quid or something i think i picked that up lovely old business 
but yeah, so yeah, it's it's very low. I have one eye on it, but I especially as I've still got Arceus to finish. Yeah, I can't, can't see me longing for another Pokemon series this year. No, no, yeah, and that's that's the the crux of it really for me. Mm. If it if it came out and looked like Xenoblade, I might be like, yeah. oh, all right, then okay, but it it's, it looks like it's going to be it'd probably be better than Arceus in some aspects, but still a bit mm. just looks. A bit shit, yeah. and you know that's not yeah. a reason to not like it. But if you've already played, I mean, I don't know how many hours I've done fifty odd hours in Arceus, so right, that's that's yeah. enough. I don't need yeah. Pokemon to be lurking this long. So I'll be interested. I'm sure it will sell very well. I'm sure Pokemon oh, yeah. fans are going to just eat it up. Um, yeah. If you were going to buy it, mm. is it going to be a Scarlet or a Violet version? I mean, I always go for the first one, so it'd be the Scarlet. <laughs> but right. to be honest, I never know. I should really go right. Let's have a look at the options. That's but another yeah, thing always... I don't like about the mainline series: is the two versions. Yeah, Legends Arceus, That's one version. Brilliant. Thank you. No bollocks. Yeah. Cut the fat. <laughs> Ring me up, Nintendo, when you got Legends Two ready, and I'll I'll come back and play it, and I'll enjoy it most likely. Uh, I think I'd go red. Yeah. Liverpool red. Liverpool red. <laughs> Anyone playing purple? No one good. No, Not for first. Well, kit, first, first, first team. Kit. Yeah, first yeah. team. What about with a Fiorentina? Maybe <laughs> is that blue? I don't know. Depends on your, depends <laughs> on your telly, doesn't it? These days. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that's it for the the week's waffle. We've now got some mm-hmm. some sort of game impression for people to sink their teeth into to close out this week's episode. I've been get I got in the habit of letting Logan decide the last week's sort of really? end bit. So I'm going to chuck out three of them. You can either oh. you and you can choose. Oh. You can either listen right. to Logan review Dawn of Ragnarok, the DLC for Assassin's Creed. I'd like to hear that. You can listen to me waffle on about far Changing Tides, which is a little I 2D. I don't know that one. And then just for something different, you could listen to Adkins and I again, <laughs> and I will talk about Man of Medan and Little Hope. Oh, Man of Medan. I want to play that. Let's go with, as he's done a, such a good job for the last four weeks, there's people going, get this Adkins off his shit. He's passed <laughs> it. Get the resident referee back on. Yep. Let's let Logan shine in the dim digital lights and let him talk about that. Because I am keen to hear about that, to be fair. Logan has gone full Viking. He's, he's two feet like, into Valhalla <laughs> and he's watching the North Moon. He's watching all the Viking he's stuff. He's watching series. Yeah. Let his time shine, bless him. Do you find he it does. weird that he doesn't? He hasn't overly connected with God of War, the, like the reboot? Yeah. Because it's Norse... Yeah. Which Very is Norse, yeah. Basically, like the and sort of more, yeah, more. Um, what's the bloody word? Look like certainly more than the fucking Marvel film, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it delves. It's more, you know, look Nor- Norse like, and they're mm. very respectful for that 
um, mythology and Them stuff. Gods, but yeah, and he's very much into it, doesn't he? Like reads books. And yeah, stuff yeah, about he loves it. it all. So, so yeah, I am surprised. Is he, he started it he, and he said, oh, "It's not really grabbing me." And I was like, "Oh, come on, mate! Right, come on!" Th- part of it's because he's telling his PlayStation's in the wrong room, and there's that. Right. That's a, that's an issue. But I will. Yeah, I, forget, I always forget he's got a PlayStation. To be fair, oh, no, he barely plays it. The silly boy, he's always on that bloody <laughs> Xbox. But each to their own. Anyway, we're going to hear some Dawn of Ragnarok, courtesy of Mr. Logan, and we will see you on the other side. Here we are then, back with some gaming impressions. This time it's Assassin's Creed Valhalla Dawn of Ragnarok Expansion Pack. I'm here with our resident referee, Logan. And this is an unusual scenario we find ourselves in because usually we are both going through uh, an Assassin's Creed piece of content together. Like I have played it either alongside you or you've played it alongside me or within a few weeks we've both started and finished it. Not for Dawn of Ragnarok. I have yet to plonk down my cash to dive into this this expansion. Uh, but you... Being the maybe the world's biggest Valhalla fan at this rate, has gone out and and purchased this bad boy, played through the lot, and you're going to share your impressions. So it's big pressure for you today. You're on your own. You haven't got me to correct you or back you up or you know tangle <clears throat> tangle you up with my own opinions. This is purely on you. Yeah, normally you bow me out because you're pretty good. Your your memory well. sticks with you. Whereas usually with me, once I've done it, I go right, that's done, and then pretty much put eighty percent of it at least in the bin. Mm. So normally have your brain alongside mine to prompt me on certain bits that I've forgot, whatever it is, but um, yeah, somehow allowed to run solo. Yep. Always good though to get some untainted opinions in. I feel like I, especially with like Adkins, I sort of lead him a lot of the times down the path <laughs> and, and the poor boy sort of just meekly sits there. Badly obliges. Yeah, he just lets me walk over him too many times, so that's, that's unfortunate, but I can't do that here. Um, so we normally start off with a little bit of cards on the table. Now, I suppose we can do a truncated version of that because the guys who have been listening long term will know that you've obviously played through Valhalla, got the season pass or the content packs that came that sort of first wave um, for the first year. In fact, it was pretty much for the mm. for the support of the game. Sort of, I think we enjoyed it somewhat. Uh, the, the the extra content. Um, and Valhalla itself, I think we enjoyed somewhat, and thought it was, I thought it was perfectly solid anyway, but perhaps a bit too long. But I guess my question for the cards on the table for this expansion is, why did you go out and get this? Because it it felt like after the last one that was set in France, um, that we were kind of a little bit of a down on the extended mm. content. It was fine, but it's like, do we really want to start to pay additional money to go off and play some more of this game? What what hooked you in here? Was it just curiosity? Because sometimes, and I know that, that troubles people. They're saying, well, how can you spend money on something you're just curious about? But I genuinely sometimes find that to be uh, useful. Just I think, well, I wonder what it is like, even if I think it's not necessarily going to be the most groundbreaking piece of game I'm going to do all year but you know hand over to you again I'm trying to lead you again there we go trying to lead me down that yeah. path yeah I mean I uh, as you say that the listeners will be well aware of my um, pension for Norse mythology yes. and 
the Viking piece in general. So that has always drawn me into this game and kept drawing me back to it. Um, I think we discussed in the last set of reviews that we did around this was our... I think both of us found the <laughs> elements of the game where you become Odin and doing all the dreamy mm. element of it are pretty much the worst part of the story. Um, yeah. So that... I, I, I didn't jump in straight away on this because I was a bit... Mm, I'm in an R and about it. But in the end, I just went, you know what? I'm going to play it at some point. It's inevitable. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I think one day I just fancied to play this game again and just sat down and started it. Um, but yeah, just continued on the old Series X. I did actually start it again just for completeness on the original Xbox One and then upgraded right, yeah. midway through onto the, onto kept, the Series X. Kept all your saves, fortunately, because, you know, it's a big old game, so... A reset of that yeah, magnitude would be a disaster. Yeah, no reset. Um, but yeah, so it's pretty much just a case of it's it's there um, to play. And it was it was just sort of nibbling at me, I think. Something was telling me to give it a go. So I did. Excellent. So the, the, the price point in the store, this is the Xbox store, as we speak, obviously there are sales that go on and off. And mm. sometimes if you've got Game Pass, you get an extra discount. Sometimes if you've got Xbox Gold, you'll get an additional discount. So ignoring all of that and all the bits and pieces that are going on, at present, the or the RRP, I should say, for this is £32.99. 33 UK pounds in real money. Um, that's a fairly big investment, that's, that's, you know, on the higher end, it's obviously not a full-fledged game these days, but it's over halfway there. Mm. Um, was there any any apprehension in laying down that level of cash for another entry into to Valhalla, which seemingly mm. was going to be based in this area where we both weren't overly fond of, like the Odin kind of part of the, the storyline? Yeah, there was. I think it is, or it is comparatively. For some reason, it seems comparatively dear. But when you mm. consider some of these uh, downloadable titles on the PS5 and whatnot these days, it's you know half price. Mm. Um, so it's not it's not bad value. I mean, the way that I equate everything now is what it costs me to go to London for the day, all in, <laughs> right? So train fare, <laughs> coffee, breakfast, lunch. Like I'd, I add all that together, and it's probably about thirty. Probably not, but it's probably around thirty-three pound a day. <laughs> so I just go, well, it's just a, the equivalent of working a day in London. Yeah, and that's how I that's how I equate this. So even a full-price game, I go, well, if I work two days in London, that's pretty much what it cost me, and I wouldn't even bat an eyelid at. I just no. go, well, that's what it costs. So I've kind of got a new a new philosophy with gaming is that. You know, I'm not like you in that I buy a lot of games and play a lot of games. I'm pretty selective around the games that I do pay for and play. Calling me careless. No, I I just don't have the same sort of interest. I just don't play as many games as you. So the ones that I do, I just go, well, do you know what? I enjoyed that, so I don't don't really care about paying £33. But for some people, I can understand why that might be a bit of a... uh, a blocker for them. Mm. And I'd probably say that an early bit of advice, if you're not that fussed about playing it yet, don't jump at it. Wait for it, because it inevitably will go on a sale at some point, yeah. and that might be the best way to pick up something like this rather than jumping in at, at that price point. No, you're very right. That's you know, that's 
the unbeaten rule is that the longer time goes on, the cheaper these things get. So if you are mm. unsure, that's always always a safe advice. So how is this one set up in terms of we understand, or at least I think I understand, that it's going to be set with Odin. What do, they, what do they call him? Harvey? I can't remember the other name. Harvey. Harvey they use, yeah. yeah. Which mm. caused me no end of confusement for most of Valhalla till I sussed out. Actually, <laughs> in fact, I had to read it up. I was like, oh, that's. I thought that was that, but why don't you, just yeah. call, him, why don't you call him Odin? But then I'm not a purist when it comes to Norse, so I don't be well, getting involved. I am, and I didn't know that. Right, okay. I had to look it up, because I was like, who's Harvey in this world? Because there was no... I just sort of did it by a process of, did, or process of elimination, where I was like, well... That everyone else, all these Norse gods are here other than Odin. Yeah. So he looks like Odin. Yeah. He's got one eye missing. Like in every way, I was like, it must be Odin. But I was like, I've just got to double check that. But yeah, Harvey apparently is more of a colloquial version or name for, for Odin in Norse mythology, which I never knew up until this point. Fair enough. That's, that, that's Well, at least it wasn't just me then. I guess that's bailed me out a little bit. But yeah, you're, you're, the, the, at least the impression the trailers gave is that a lot of the game is going to be set in this in this other kind of world, not in England, you know, not in another new map, not with, not with Eivor, whether that's male or female, depending on kind of your choice. Is that the case? Is that what we're, what we're doing for the majority of this game? Or is there some more Eivor bits there that people who have kind of become accustomed to seeing him or her as their main character, they can get their teeth into some bits there for, for that character? Yeah, I mean it's it's all as as Harvey. I mean, you right. literally, you know, you, you kick off with it, and it goes, oh, there's some bullshit about mistletoe, and there's this mistletoe falling. Then you have to go around make this potion. Right, you drink that, you, and up, you... you drink that, and you're off, and that's pretty much the start of the DLC. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so you spend the whole thing as as Harvey. Um, that is the content, hmm. um, which pretty much was what I expected, but weirdly also slightly disappointed at because um you know, not to not to get ahead of myself, but I was I've always struggled with that element of the storyline in that I was sort of tried to just get through it and get back to being Eivor because yeah. that's where I I guess the difference for me is Eivor I feel like I can affect his destiny. Whereas mm. Odin's he's sort of living through a dream. He's sort of just there he is Odin, you are Odin, but there's always this kind of over looking or you're watching something happen yeah so you're not as attached are like, you i'm not as attached i always feel like i'm just acting out a part uh, yes. and i've never really liked that element of it although that being said it's a good way to bring in some of the norse mythologies him doing that but i just never found that as engaging as the avor content i think mm. so was that you know was that a problem for you throughout the game or does did this kind of this in-depth look with with Odin and, and co kind of bring you around to the idea that actually it's not so bad playing, you know, watching or playing out this mm. this scenario or did that, that never quite rub off and there's always that sort of disconnection there throughout the majority of the experience. Yeah, so I'll be honest. I I, I struggled to connect with the with the with the game. Yeah. Like I I did a couple of hours and I I found myself not really getting the motivation to go back to it for mm. a, for a couple of days. I was a bit like, just didn't. I just, just didn't like what I, I just didn't like it. I was like, I don't. I don't. I'm not feeling this at the moment. Um, but I somehow got the motivation to go back to it. And after a couple more hours doing it, I found myself in the in the swing of it. Um, but I did, yeah, I did find it a bit of a problem. 
Um, mm. the, the, for a couple of reasons, I think. They'd introduced, which I can talk to in some detail as well, this new kind of, these new mechanics, if you like, that change how you interact with certain things. And obviously there's an element of puzzle solving to, to AC and mm. how you get to certain things and access certain different um, chests and whatnot, which they'd introduced, which I was struggling to kind of get to grips with to know which ones to have when. Um, and just the land and the environment was pissing me off it, it it's extremely hilly like almost unnecessarily so so to, tra- to traverse it is irritating yeah um and i, I just didn't understand even getting up like some of the um viewpoints you know where, where you go to like access and to view all the rest of the land it opens up all the i can't remember what you call them but basically you have to normally up high you get onto them and you it sort of does this swirly thing and it opens up and shows you where all the points of interest are. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Like a synchronisation. Yeah, the synchronisation, that's yeah. it. So doing that is up like really high. Okay. Uh, annoyingly high. Yeah. <laughs> um, unnecessarily. And there's several things like that were just irritating me about the game. I was like, I don't understand why at this point we're doing this. Um, yeah, and the land was pretty similar to like what you'd see in England, except it had more rocks and hills in it and it just found it was just harder to traverse Mm. um they'd made everything a lot more vertical which was was irritating me you remember when i spoke to you before about accessing that castle and it was just a pain in the ass to get up to every time yeah some of the bits just felt like that where it's like why are you just making this irritating um but i got through it in the end and uh i started i definitely started to enjoy it the more i got through the story and, and sort of progress through it. How how long do you reckon you spent with it roughly? Was it you know we talk, uh, we're talking double digits? Are we talking fifteen to twenty hours higher or what are we after here? So I think I was probably between fifteen to twenty, but possibly at the lower end of that fifteen to twenty. Okay. Um, it was. It was reasonably big, and I must admit, I didn't do hardly any of the yeah. side stuff. I kind of feel like I was done with that. What sort of side point. stuff do they have? Do they have any like side quests, or or is it all like collectible yeah. to like feathers and? It's, what it's sort exactly of... the same oh, okay. as what you'd pretty much experienced in all the other DLCs. Obviously, with a with a slight twist on it. So you, I guess, to give a little bit of background to the story. Um, without obviously chucking loads of spoilers in, but you're there to save Boulder, your son. That's well, yeah. the idea. Of I was, was going to read the description, but yeah, I just, just read that. Old Boulder yeah. popping up. So he's been what kidnapped, is he? Yeah, so Boulder's been kidnapped by Suta, who's um, this big bad guy. Um, <laughs> and basically the whole aim of the game is at any cost to save Suta. But basically the whole you're in a place called Svartalfheim, which yeah. is basically the land of the dwarves. And uh, they've just been, all the dwarves have been scared off into these little holes. There's like very little else there. Everywhere's been turned to shit. Um, <laughs> and there's this kind of ongoing quandary between helping the dwarves out and just saving Boulder. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and basically, yeah, you, you know, you're, you're in this kind of Norse mythology land. You're, you're helping out dwarves and stuff and lost people and you know it's the usual bullshit side quests that are going on that distract you for about 10 minutes and go why did i bother yeah um 
but the, yeah, the whole premise of the game is that you're working through to 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 save Boulder and in the midst of it, there's obviously a plan for why they've got Boulder and mm. um, trying to avert, as usual, some kind of disaster. Well, the Dawn of Ragnarok, um, it says here on the title, so I'm guessing that's, quite. that's something. Indeed. That's, that's, I've heard that's a bad thing that happens. I don't know exactly the details, but I've heard it's not good for the parties involved. So Yeah, and you know, there's always this destiny thing where yeah. um, it goes back to any Norse and Viking mythology where it's Odin's trying to avoid Ragnarok. That's it, yeah. And it's like, can he, by saving Boulder, avoid Ragnarok, but by trying to do what he does, then cause it. It's always yeah. that kind of dilemma that he's... Um, dilemma that he's playing through. So it is, you know, I think the story is arguably better in terms of its um construct than perhaps some of the others where you felt a little bit less disconnected but i still struggled with that living through a, a dream as opposed to actually you know being avor and playing through his destiny um i've always struggled with that kind of quandary that i'm playing a game as avor and then all of a sudden i'm odin and then yeah. just sort of giving a shit about that as much as i give a shit about avor is, is difficult yeah, it's it's a tough one. It's it's somewhat of a a strange. Well, this it is a bit of a strange choice. We spent hundred hours with Avor mostly, and then mm. they're like, right, off you go back to Odin. But I kind of understand why they've done it, even if it's just for a change of scenery. Because in this in this realm or this this setting, they can mm. do a lot more with. And I think we 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 sat here and complained about Ireland, Green Hills, France, mm. Green Hills, fucking England, Green Hills, and it was like this is getting a bit tiresome. So I'm not saying they listen to us specifically, but you can see why in that process. So let's try and give the players a setting that's different. Oh, and we can make a setting that's pretty much unchanged from reality. So there's a lot of creative things we can do with that. I guess my question mm. is, they've they've done that does that come off as a, as a net positive in terms of the new locations and the, the look and the feel of, you know, this land? I can't pronounce what you've, you've mentioned earlier. I've had a look at it. It's got a fucking V and a F and it's an H. And, yeah, I can't be doing that. But does, does, does that as a location become a positive for the, for the expansion or ultimately does it just not matter? Yeah, I mean... Have they, it's, have they chucked it's, it's, it? It's 95% the same. Is uh, and what it's what I said to before. It's like it's it's like they've. I can't remember what program it was, but there used to be a program where you could change the size. Like it'd be a flat land, you could just hold on to it and lift it up. Sims, right? Yeah, so yeah, could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sims, you could lift up the ground and change. It feels like they've got England and just sort of lifted it up a little bit, chucked in a few more trees. Um, they put these like molten, huge molten rocks in the air, which are from. Uh, the baddies mm. they've kind of created them um but beyond that i mean you can tell that you're in a bit of a dreamy world in terms of you're, in, you're not in a you know in an england but the, you forget after a little while like the the, the location isn't materially different enough okay. to for it to feel like it's a completely different game like yeah. you, you, it, it definitely feels like ac valhalla like a hundred percent um with a few small variations, pretty much. Um, the one thing that they have tried to do, I guess, in making things slightly different, obviously there was a little bit of a, a switch up to doing certain things in the Paris DLC. And yeah. in this one, they've added, it's called a Huga, Huga system. So you basically build up this Huga bar, which allows you to 
take on different abilities. So, for example, one of them allows you to um, walk on the lava so that you can access different areas. Hold on, there's um, no lava in England. We're, getting, no, we're crapping so on is, locations and there's lava going around. Yeah, so basically, um, they've... It's been... <laughs> They're basically powerful Jotuns, so these big powerful Jotuns, but they materialise out of um, out of lava. So you see these like little like lava pools, and they're basically like these like fiery Jotun, um, and that's how they seem to just appear. Like these enemies appear out of the bottom of lava and stuff. Mm. Um, but obviously, if you walk on the lava, you get set on fire. Yeah. There's certain parts of the game and elements of the game where you need to activate this ability which lasts for a short period of time until your hygge runs out right. where you can like walk on on this um walk on fire and obviously they recognize you as one of these like fire jotuns so that they don't attack you so you can do some more stealth stuff like it it, it basically activates some different powers this one where you can basically fly like a bird Ooh. um so you become your bird pretty much and you can fly for a short period of time and land on high objects there's certain like keys in trees for example that you can access via that like so they've basically added i think there was a eight of them all together yeah. i don't think i unlocked all eight i think i unlocked five <laughs> or six where if you want to do certain parts in the game certain ways you need to activate this this hygge and you gain it by slaying the Jotun or by accessing these little like trees which refill your hygge at the expense of some health. Is that an easy like process that. refilling it or sometimes when yeah. you like scrap yeah. around like fucking hell I need some hygge or whatever it's called. Oh, and there's all these flowers around the world where you can get hygge from these flowers. Okay. So they make it really easy to okay. get. So you're not going to yeah. be losing out on on hygge if you need it. No, I think there was a couple of times where I'd ball something up or whatever, and I was like, oh, now I need some more. Now I know how to do it. And then I've had to go around. Reload the save. Well, (laughs) I just went around looking for some things, but I was like, oh. But they've tried to do that, and I think that adds a certain different dynamic. But again, you kind of get used to it. At the beginning, I was like, what's all this? Like, what, what, what are we doing here? But you kind of get used to it and understand the mechanics and where to use them and notice the signs of where to use them and you kind of get a bit more familiar with it but it really doesn't babysit you in how to use them particularly there's a small tutorial when you first unlock it like there is for all the abilities um but yeah like actually using it in practice for some reason seems different it's strange yeah um, but yeah they've tried that and that to some extent adds a different dynamic but you still just find yourself wanting just to slay people with an axe like it's in my opinion, just the most satisfying way to go about business. Interesting. Did so? Does any of this stuff? So obviously, we in, in the main game and in the expansions, you carry out things, you get experience points, you then get ability points to pump into new abilities. You know, and there's some there's some cool stuff in there. There's other stuff like you know, make your damage go two percent harder. I'm assuming that's in this expansion as well in Dawn of Ragnarok where. I guess as Odin, you're doing these things, you maybe have got some new abilities that come with the expansion. And then yeah. were you to go back to Eivor, end of the game, mid-game, whenever you want, I'm assuming you're not locked in completely, do those abilities carry over into Eivor's world? So if you have got any unfinished business with, with him in your case, you can use some of the stuff that you've learned in this expansion. Yeah, so you still get all these new um, abilities and things that expand your 
overall level through the through the skills tree. So that's still there's more stuff to unlock there. Um and obviously you get the the books of knowledge, there's more of them. Yeah. Um so you can get more stuff there. The Hooga doesn't carry back into okay. throughout the dream world. So that's only there yes. in in uh in Svartalfheim. Um but all the other stuff, so if you un- if you find books of knowledge that give you different sort of powers and abilities then they come back with you um to to Ravensthorpe. Yeah. Um but yeah they've been, they they added a few bits in there. There was nothing that particularly I thought was overly interesting. Yeah. Um there's some obviously there's different armors that you can collect. Um there's different books of knowledge and things and weapons that you can pick up. But any any, uh, must... any new like weapon classes or anything? Or are they generally like just variations of the stuff that we no, like, you know, long sword. Pretty much. I mean, you've yeah. got dwarven axes, I think. I don't know. Which are just axes. Dwarf... They will... Pretty much. They don't play any yeah. different, do they? No, there's nothing there that plays any difference. Okay. There's a few. It's kind of variations, um, different um, combos and whatnot. Like, you can unlock four of them. Um, I think, that, like, one of the things that's really useful, if you get all the armor in the world, it gives you more fire resistance and fire buildup and stuff, which mm. is useful. Um, for navigating all those lava pools and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, broadly, you know, that's all much the same. So locating all the, um, uh, like you used to have titanium ingots, which are, are still there. You have to go off and get metal. Yeah. It's still, it's, there's a different upgrade system. I can't remember what it is, but it's basically a different, it's, it's more of the same. So it's different in name only, but you have to go off and collect that. So there's all the raids still. So instead of raiding, Monasteries, you're raiding these Jotun um, encampments where you then um, get some of this stuff to level up some of the dwarven weapons yeah. and uh, your Hooger abilities. So you can do that. It's all pretty much much of the same, other than it's different materials for a different land. Yeah. Pretty much is the way I could describe it. So everything else there is, you, it'll all seem very familiar. Interesting. How, how big is the map? Is it. Uh... I mean, it's hard to quantify given how big yeah. the, the the base game is, just England, and there's several locations on that. But I guess the maybe the better question is did the did the, the, the arena in which she was able to explore feel like a significant did this feel like a you know, a thirty two, thirty three UK pound sort of pack of content in terms of just the areas to explore, plus all the other bells and whistles that you've been talking about? Yeah, it's, it's reasonably sized. I think it's probably about two thirds of the size of England. Oh, okay. So it's probably it's probably not far off that. Oh, it was bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was it was reasonably sized. Um, it it felt like there was plenty of content there. As I say, I spent longer doing it. It felt longer than the Paris DLC. Yeah. Um, and the area seemed a lot bigger and everything. So, yeah, I'd say that it felt like there was plenty of content there for you to get your teeth into. As I say, I, I barely touched the sides and doing, getting a lot of the collectibles and things like that. I pretty much kept as best as I could. Unless I literally stumbled across something in my path to do, I wasn't really going out of my way because I don't need to level up. I don't need to collect no. stuff. I'm, I'm kind of at a point where the one thing that is good is I didn't feel a need to be certain levels or have certain weapons i feel like i'm at a point with the character where it's so leveled up that pretty much whatever i can use however i want to use it works yes um yeah so you kind of got freedom to do things pretty much how you want to do yeah 
that's good. That's good to hear at least. Um, I don't have any other specific questions. Is there any other thoughts that you had that we didn't get to, or any other any other business? Any I don't know. You know, this part is it's just like anything that's kind of hasn't I haven't touched upon, and you're going to expose me, and so we should have asked about this. Not really. I mean, in terms of how how to review it, it's very difficult. As I say, the, the story is better, but it really is on almost every level more of the same. Mm. So if you if you want to do more Assassin's Creed Valhalla, then this is going to tick all the boxes. But there's nothing here that is dramatically different or life-changing from previous iterations and DLCs and games. Um, as I say, I think the actual story gets better um and you it, it, as i say the the, the quandary <clears throat> about his destiny and whether he's going to avert ragnarok or cause it mm. is a really interesting one in yep. terms of North, norse mythology so I, I got into that um but there's again you know i don't know i really am undecided whether the the sort of minor tweak for example to that huga system or something like that is enough like mm. it's really difficult when I've done so many hours in something to then criticize it for being like continuing to be like that. Like it, it's that core gameplay and a mechanic that's got a hundred and silly hours out of me. Yeah. So, um, but the question is, do you know, could I have gone back and replayed some stuff and done that in, in England? So, you know, done some of the collectibles and stuff and spent time there. I mean, I don't know. It's, as I say, I think broadly speaking, if you like AC Valhalla, you're going to play, and all the other DLCs, you're going to like this. Mm. But it's just a case of whether you're in a rush to play through it or not. If not, I'd suggest picking it up at a slightly discounted price point at some point down the road, especially if you've got other stuff to play. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the only reason it didn't get picked up for me, is just that the timing of it was not not ideal. Um, I was at that point, when I think it came out in April... Like mm. I got the release date, tenth of April, so little mm. ways ago now. But when that was when that was circulating and coming out, I was like, I'm still playing. I was still playing Horizon Forbidden West, and we had all this chat about Elden Ring going on. And I was like, oh, when do I jump in? When, when do I start <laughs> playing that? And then I started getting these ideas in my head to go back and play older games, and you know, it just hasn't been hasn't found its slot yet. But I do intend to get to it in at some point during mm. 2022. Um, and I don't think there's anything you've said that it puts me off. I kind of would go in and thinking it's going to be more of what I know, and it feels like a commitment. That I just I've already put so much time into the base game plus other expansions. I might as well just jump in. This it's it's nice. It's always it's, it's enjoyable. It's just like I can switch off. There's no real pressure to no difficulty spikes usually, and you can just flow through it and have fun with it. So. I'm absolutely interested in giving it a go. Um, well, if there's no more thoughts that you've got, it's time to decide whether Assassin's Creed Valhalla Dawn of Ragnarok earns a place in your very own gaming gallery sitting in the mm. Dim Digital Video Game Museum. All funds yeah. go to Dim Digital HQ, not directly to the artists. And as you know... There are several wings where you can induct the game. Or you can choose not to. That's, that is an option, which we'll get to. So we've got the very top. <clears throat> you know, you want to save this, this platinum wing for a special game, something you'll remember as a, as a favourite for years to come. 
gold, a great game, something you'll remember as a highlight for a while. Silver, a good game, something you'll remember as a solid worthwhile experience. Bronze, a decent game, something you'll remember as time well spent, but with some caveats. And alternatively, if you don't think it's worthy of going in your gaming gallery, give it the cold shoulder and it'll sit outside your gaming gallery. Maybe I'll come along and pick it up later in the year and, and go, come on, you can come into mine. Give him a pat on the back. But where does Dawn of Ragnarok sit? Is it going to earn a place into Logan's gaming gallery? So, I guess taking into everything I've said into account, you know, there's no huge game-breaking bugs there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yep. naturally a few gripes, but I think they're consistent with the gripes that I've probably had throughout the game anyway, and that hasn't stopped me plowing more hours into it. So, uh, I think that Dawn of Rad- Dawn of Ragnarok goes into the gaming gallery. The question is, Where? at what wing? What wing? Um, so I would put this in my bronze wing. Decent time well spent, but with those caveats. Yeah, and I think the, the caveats are pretty much the you know not a huge fan of the dream world element of the story anyway. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, I guess it's just a, a fatigue element at this point as well. I mean, arguably, I think I put the other ones. I think when we reviewed it, it said silver pretty much as well. have bunged it. Mm. Um, and some might say it's slightly harsh just to put more of the same into bronze. But um, I think taking into consideration the amount of hours and whatnot and the fact that I actually struggled to, to get into it at the start probably yeah. couples to, to where we put it in bronze. Yeah, fair enough. I'm going to read off part of the description in the store just and then just sort of put that alongside your it's sitting in a bronze wing just to see if that creates a, a conflict. In Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Dawn of Ragnarok, the most ambitious expansion in franchise history. It's sitting on a bronze. Ivor must embrace their destiny as Odin. Odin? Not not Javi or whatever his bloody name was in the game. They said Odin here. The Nor- because if they said Javi, everyone would go. Yeah. <laughs> the Norse god of battle and wisdom unleash new divine powers as you embark on a desperate quest through a breathtaking world, complete a legendary Viking saga, and save your son in the face of the gods' doom. I mean. <laughs> If there's ever an example, of I love game descriptions. I love by a marketing I love it. team, then then that is it. Um, I'm gonna do it more often. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna do it more often. Yeah. They just, they, just, I just find them. Maybe we should do them at the start so that you can say, well, this is what they, this is what they're selling us, and let's see, mm. <laughs> see if that pans out. Anyway, Dawn of Ragnarok sits on a bronze. I will get to it, and then I don't know if people will be interested in hearing what I've got to say. You're now the Assassin's Creed uh, god now, so. Perhaps we'll circle back to it on a future pod. Yeah, absolutely. But um, everyone else, as per usual, thanks for listening or watching. If you've made it this far, you can support us on patreon.com forward slash DimpDigital or go to twitch.tv slash DimpDigital and subscribe there. Those are your two kind of monetary options, but just watching, just listening is enough for us. So nothing more for us to say here, though, other than thanks for your time. And ta-ta.
This was a Dimp Digital production.